2: This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on v the sports betting network.
1: Power three of the nightcap here on Vison alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The Dallas Mavericks looking to force a game seven and certainly look like they will do so. Once again, our guy JVT on top of it like he always is, Sean. Great call. 104.86 um... uh, under three minutes to go. Dallas, a home dog, going to force a game seven, which will be on Saturday evening, I would imagine. And uh, as Sean said off air he said your oilers got to figure it out and you're right because the Kings scored it's now two to one oilers still with the lead but of course uh, i'm rolling with them on the puck lines we will see a lot of hockey still to be played there in los angeles once again sean king i'm tim murray let's bring in our good friend from picks wise joins us uh quite often on the program usually on fridays but we moved it up a day with uh the schedule coming out the nfl schedule i know sh- uh, Jared's got some baseball thoughts he wants to throw our way in a little bit, but Mister uh, Mister Smith, always a pleasure. It was great to see you here in town over draft weekend. Uh, yeah. You can follow Jared on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. Um, looking at Week One, and we've got some got some bangers in Week One. Bills and Rams, right out of the chute. We just had Johnny Avello on, and he said that the Bills are their highest power-rated team, but a slight dog in Week One against the Rams. Uh, catching a point there. Um, anything in week one? I I said this, Jared, I don't know what your your thoughts are, but Sean and I, we've been talking about these games, but we're not betting them just yet. Nothing, in my opinion, jumps out where I want to fire away, you know, four months from the first kick. But that said, we could talk about them and see what seems interesting. So when you look at that week one slate, anything uh, jump out of you? Anything intrigue you?
3: First things first, I agree with you on not betting these games at this stage. Um, Now, I had trouble, especially because, you know, we're in the content game. We have to get our picks in a little bit earlier than most on who, you know, wake up Sunday morning and just bet the game. So usually we're betting them on Wednesday or Thursday, even four days before I feel a little uneasy getting a game in because of injuries, COVID, anything that could happen. Um, Four months, I think, is is, uh, is way, way too far past the time horizon. Uh, so we're, we're based on the narrative train right now. And the narrative's in week one. And the NFL, it is a marketing league. They do this for a reason. Broncos, Seahawks. Oh. Russell Wilson, at Drew Locke. I mean, y- y- you can't write these storybooks. You mentioned the Rams and the Bills. You got Von Miller switching teams. You got the Browns and the Panthers. Where's Baker Mayfield going to be in this situation? Um, and one note that is actually interesting, not necessarily week one, but let's say the first month. And we can start to formulate some thoughts about win totals because yep. I do think early in the season, in the preseason, win totals are the first thing that I usually pounce on or division futures. Um, the Browns have the easiest first month of the entire season. Hmm. Who probably isn't playing the first month? of the season, Deshaun Watson. So I do think that it's intriguing um, how the NFL schedule gods put some of these um, weave these narratives together for us now to dissect for the next four months, but there's certainly a lot to chew on, especially in week one.
1: You know, one thing I'll point out too, and, and Jared mentioned uh, looking at um, division odds and you and I talked about this division either earlier this week, I want to say, and you know, Warren Sharp. I always give him credit. Uh, I give people credit for that that give you good insight, and and he really breaks down the schedule really well. And based off of Vegas win totals, the Indianapolis Colts, Sean, Mm -hmm. have the third easiest schedule. The Tennessee Titans have the 21st easiest schedule. You and I both think Indianapolis is a better team right now than Tennessee, and the schedule kind of works in their favor. We pulled it up right here. Okay, you open the season with two road games against two arguably worst teams in the NFL. Home game against the Chiefs might be a dog there, but very manageable schedule, in my opinion, for the Colts. So, once again, I, I like the Colts to win this division, and then when you add in this schedule, it just it kind of enhances it a little bit more.
0: It does, and just to keep context on it, uh, and I'll be interested in what Jarrett thinks as well, I'm one that doesn't the strength of schedule in the NFL because anybody that had Cincinnati on the schedule last year had no idea they were going to end up in the Super Bowl. So because of the parody, no one thought the Cardinals were going to start. The year. Were they were 7-0, and 8-0. So yeah. NFL is kind of weird when it comes to, to strength of schedule.
3: I agree. Um, and I think the narrative fits that, but you speak of Warren Sharp, Tim. he put out some very great, I mean, he he does do the best job with the NFL schedule, hands down. So of the 10 teams that had the hardest schedule last year, only three out of those 10 went over their win totals, Cardinals, Steelers, Raiders. On the flip side, of the 10 teams that had the easiest schedule in the NFL last year, only three stayed under their season win total, Bills, Broncos, Browns. So I agree. I do think it's hard for us to predict what the strength of schedule will be right now. And what we think the strength of schedule is now might not be what it is at the end of the rainbow in in eight months. But the strength of schedule does kind of tell the story of what your season could be. So what's the the thought process? All right, let's try to predict what the strength of schedule will be, which is very hard to do. Um, And very few people do it well. Warren does do it very well. Um, And he's pretty definitive on his choices this year. Giants with the easiest and Chiefs by a wide margin, have Artist. the most difficult yeah. strength of schedule. How about this? Week 12, week 13, burst the Rams at the Bengals, the two Super Bowl teams towards the end of the season. So it, it might be hard for us to predict what the strength of schedule is at this point. I agree with you, Sean. But if we can get to that point, we can get a leg up on the win total.
1: Yeah, and, and I look at, and we actually just had Johnny Avello on as we talked to Jared Smith. And and, and what he said, Jared Look, I am I'm, I'm higher on the Eagles, I think, than you, Sean. Uh,
0: but I like them in Week One. They're my Week One uh, survivor.
1: I like them to win this division. And you know, the three to one went away. You could still, I think, get two seventy five. I, I love the acquisition of AJ Brown. Uh, I know you have your questions, and I think fair uh, about Jalen Hurts. Um, but I, I like this Eagles team. And you know, Johnny just told us that once the schedule came out, they bumped them from eight and a half wins to nine. Now it was a heavy. Juiced eight and a half, Jared, but it went from eight and a half a dollar fifty to the over. They just moved it to nine uh today. So I-, I like the Eagles to win this division, but also the Giants, you know, that's a team that there's a lot of intrigue there. Obviously, you get two guys in Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal in the draft. Um, you know, it's it all comes down to the quarterback play. So let's let's look at the Giants. Easiest schedule uh per Warren Sharp in the NFL. Is that a team that you are looking to uh
3: maybe by and over uh, seven wins for the Giants? Not necessarily, because I do not trust the quarterback situation. Um, I don't really trust the quarterback situation in Philly, but I agree, I am very um, up high on on what they did in the draft. Um, I think the Eagles number is fair. They have the second easiest strength of schedule. So I I think it's very fair that that number got bumped up today. I, I would say, if you want me to talk narrative win totals,
2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The
3: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And that number will get elevated, you bet under, and then the Packers people will be low because Devontae Adams leaves and you bet over, uh, you know, maybe you're getting a half of a win total value to both sides on Denver and green Bay. I already bet the jets over five and a half, but Ooh. in the back of my mind, I mean, you see the helmet behind me. I, I'm a, I've been a diehard fan since, um, <laughs> I was but a usually kid,
1: so. I'll, I'll say this to you, Jared, you usually fade the jets. So
3: this is a, yeah. this is a new endeavor for you to be back in their, your squad here. Well, wait, hold on. There's a story here. I'm backing the Jets to fade them later, because <laughs> what have we? Because what? What have we heard? And you know, again, I was in Vegas first round after I was counting the Derek Stingley. Oh, winning, the best uh, draft I, by I,
1: miles. I, <laughs> they're the best. The best Amazing. draft. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Everyone's gonna be betting the Jets over. Jets over. Jets over. So we got five and a half. I think we'll get six or six and a half when we get um, to week one. And then what do we do? What does a good gambler do when you get an extra win? On the total, now, I don't know for sure it's going to be five, uh, six and a half. But, again, you bet based off of narrative early in the year, and then later in the year you have data. So, it's right now, it's all narrative. That's all we've got.
4: Now, this is going to um, be a
3: and, fascinating— and I, I, I'm, I'm I'm very bullish on the Jets right now. They hey, haven't played hey, yet. they play, play, Sean. Then I'll be bearish.
0: Jared, this is going to be fascinating in New York. Because, to me, the Giants are the safer pick. Because if Daniel Jones isn't good, they have Tyrod Taylor sitting there. If Zach Wilson still hasn't turned into a competent quarterback, whether it's Joe Flacco gonna turn back the clock? <laughs> are we gonna get to Mike White? Are we gonna There's get to Mike a. White that played what? Uh... Western Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, the, didn't he play like a great half of football <laughs> last year?
3: Mike White was the MVP of the league for like a week. Right, right. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's the
0: only thing that would scare me in New York is that if Zach Wilson. 100%. Hasn't taken another step. They don't have anything to turn to. Whereas, I do think the Giants can turn to Tyrod Taylor.
3: I, I agree, as long as there's no one, you know, some doctor that's going to puncture his lung with it, with it with it, you know, some, some shot before the game. He's, he's, he's good. Listen, the Jets and the Giants. Uh, there's really not much to say other than at what point after the draft that they had can we not see results? One of those teams needs to go 500 and and maybe can make the playoffs this year because they both had incredible drafts. What are the odds that they both flop again uh in 2022? Oh, they're high. In the NFL it's stealing the it's stealing the narrative um in 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 May and it's it's a lot of fun to talk about. But we've got a little we got a little nibbles now. We got some we nibbles with the schedule. We can actually formulate some hypotheses.
1: Uh we have gone uh, it's gone final. There will be a game 7, uh, no surprise. Dallas winning 113-87 uh, 86, excuse me. The under coming through in that game thanks in large part to a 1914 fourth quarter Jared think about this look at that week one schedule during this break who would you play in Circa Survivor it is the nightcap we will talk to Jared Smith more on the other side he's got some baseball
3: thoughts too stick around
2: this is the nightcap on v-send the sports betting network
1: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bed Rivers has you covered. Bed Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. what you're laughing about so much. You're
0: just so sensitive. I'm not like, sensitive. Yes, you are. How am I sensitive?
1: I make fun of myself all the time. Oh. Um, we got Jared on the other side. I need Edmonton to score a goal here in this uh, third period as it is two to 2-1 Edmonton uh, leading the LA Kings after 40 minutes of hockey. Uh, NBA tonight. Uh, what a performance, Jared, from, uh, from James Harden in a closeout game. I mean, vintage James Harden <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> Uh, that would be scored z- as
3: many points as you and I did.
1: Yeah, we were fourth, fourth Yep. Uh, in the second half, he had two shots mm. in the
0: whole second half. Unlike us three or we three, whatever the 47. proper way. $47.3 million. Yes, he mentioned. can opt yeah. into 47.4. It has He's to do right. it by July 1st. So I hope he doesn't fall asleep at the wheel, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got he's got plenty of times that you know go to strip clubs and then by July 1st figure. I'd already
0: be mean with Bill. Hey, Bill, I just want to let you know I'm gonna go ahead and opt into that now.
1: <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and take we're gonna go ahead and take that uh, take that option. All right. Um couple more NFL thoughts before we get into some baseball. because uh, I know you've got a column coming out uh, shortly on PicksWise there. Um, week one got a lot of road favorites. Um You know, the biggest favorite in week one in the NFL right now, Tennessee. Do you trust them? Cincinnati against Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. a division game. So if I made you pick it right now, Derek Stevens walked in and said, Jared, you get a free entry into Circa Survivor, but you got to make your week one pick right now.
3: What is your week one Circa Survivor selection? Well, before I get to that, I have a prop that I brought specifically for you tonight that we are gonna start using on the show um, a, on a regular basis. So we have a stinky line already. Jacksonville. That we can talk about. And uh, I brought the stinky line spread. <laughs> the Febreze. <laughs> we need to spray a little bit. Um, I don't wanna to spray too much cause I'll get it all over my setup here and then my mic will start sounding <laughs> weird. Um, so the commanders are laying how many? At Three, and and Three, and Three and a half. At home against Jacksonville? Three and a half.
1: So, I, I had someone tweet me saying that it's free money, anything under six and a half. <laughs> I was like, oh,
3: you oh, guys really? really? The don't interesting like the thing Commanders. about this game is it's Carson Wentz against the team that knocked him out of the playoffs last year. Sure is. Um, Did you see now, what Jacksonville said on Twitter? I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some smoke, at, you know, the just like the Grizzlies Warriors series. The Jacksonville Jaguars, about this game. Jared, the Jacksonville Jaguars tweeted
1: to the Washington Commanders when they announced that their week one game will be against the Jaguars, tell Carson we say hi, and then put a smiley <laughs> face emoji.
0: But they don't have – These teams they are deep, so good. They don't have any kind of classified clearance. They they got There's a reason they had the number one pick in the draft. I mean, they, it it means they're, more to me if they're they're they
1: – They're also the reason why Washington has Carson Wentz. Yeah,
0: they also won that <laughs> game and still had the first pick in the draft. You can't throw rocks at the castle from the bottom of the hill.
3: Who's the castle? The commanders? There is no. Yeah, the commanders aren't in the castle. Compared to Jacksonville?
0: (laughs) I mean, compared to Jacksonville, the commanders are an elite organization.
1: Wasn't that far. However, I'll say this. How long ago was it? Four, five, six years ago? Jacksonville was actually in an AFC championship game. Watch. Washington, and hasn't, from the Super Bowl. And Washington hasn't sniffed an NFC championship game since you were playing.
0: I don't think any of those players are still in the NFL <laughs> off the Jacksonville team. Wasn't that Blake no, Bortles? No, they're all on
1: other
3: teams. It was like Jalen Ramsey.
0: Wasn't that Blake all, Bortles? Yeah,
1: as their quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Great job, Tom Blake Coughlin. Bortles
3: game. Uh, and Blake and the, and the Jags had, I think, a two-score lead with like 10, 12 minutes left. Yep. And... Marone just said we're not doing anything. Sorry, Bortles, you can't lose us this game. And and the Patriots came back and won it. Um, so we're definitely not betting that game week one. Or if we are, we're gonna take the Jags. But we're definitely staying away from a survivor perspective. How about the Bengals at home against the Steelers? Confirm- um, a division it, game week one. Yeah. Oof. I mean, listen, all the week one is a to- week one is a crapshoot. But who's starting under center for Pittsburgh? Mitchell Trubisky against the pissed off Bengals team that have been sitting on the Super Bowl loss for the last eight months. There's something there to be said about Cincinnati at home week one. It's it's, it's a hard because you could look at road teams.
1: And I said this earlier, Jared, you know, Indianapolis is probably the obvious selection. It is a division game at Mm. Houston. However, a lot of people might be scarred from two years ago. Indianapolis goes to Jacksonville week one. They lose that game. Tons of people had Indianapolis in that game and survivor. And then Jacksonville lost every other game from there on out. So, I think week one is a very interesting survivor discussion. Do you go San Francisco on the road at Chicago?
0: I see some gimme games. I don't know what's so difficult about this.
3: Which gimme game? Chargers at home against the Raiders? Are we getting advice from the guy who was eliminated in what week?
0: Saints at Falcons. (laughs) I mean, come on. Saints are going to. But
1: that's a divisional game, too. Road division. You're taking a road team in division. Listen,
0: listen. The Falcons aren't an NFL team this year.
1: I don't disagree. If but
0: the NFL had, like, a JUCO ranks, like, they'd be delegated to so JUCO. You, you're going
1: to – so, right now – They're going to s-
0: trot out Marcus Mariota and what?
3: I, Kyle I, Pitts. That bit. is very tough to argue. Come, on, in come
0: on, man. Although
3: Mariota is a veteran.
0: Yeah, and he and will be hurt by the end of the first quarter. Probably. Guaranteed. We're only
3: talking about week one And then, then you've got Desmond Ritter.
0: And then we'll have Desmond Ritter in. And, come on. I mean, you're making a good case for the Falcons' win total
3: under, but I could see Mariota putting together 15, 20 good minutes and, and that Saints team just out of it. I'm not
0: Jameis. Not Jameis all the way back. Chris Olave, James. Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Come on, man.
1: First-time head coach. I get behind
3: that. Yeah. I mean, I, but, but I have sur- to do some research about Survivor,
1: you're taking a road team in division? <laughs>
0: the one thing I will Even not take
1: Winston one? The I, starting one. Let Winston?
0: Let, let me plant my flag right now. I will not allow Tim Murray and Aaron Oster and their pessimistic viewpoints to talk me out of advancing to the next week in Survivor like I did last year. You made, you had two entries and you got past
1: week. You didn't I, 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 was,
0: two. I, I said I was taking the Washington football oh, team on Thursday night and I allowed them to talk me out of it. It will never happen again. That was the
3: that would have been best the, thing is I could see the camera on Aaron on my little screen here, and I could see his reaction to that.
0: The and, gi- the, that and the Saints it. don't have to cover; they just got to win. The Giants were. Remember amazing. the Saints in Week One last year? Who they get the Packers down in Jacksonville? I mean, they look like prime Drew Brees.
3: That was a very good performance. Yeah. That was also probably the most uh, not like statistical anomaly performance of the year.
0: I mean, no I Calvin no Calvin, Ridney, no Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. no Calvin uh, Ridley, no gauge. I agree that I mean, Atlanta who's throwing the I ball agree to? that
3: Atlanta
1: stinks, but uh, am I racing in, I'm a, running. in Survivor I'm running. to take a team that's only a three and a half point favorite on the road I'm in, running. A, in a non conference game. But you were also trying to tell me that Washington had good fans. Like, come on now.
0: I might take the Jets week one too.
3: That's well now I know you're crazy. Now you now you're off
0: your right. How does Baltimore get to fourteen? How does Baltimore get to fourteen? Sean. Like points. How do they get to fourteen points? Like I don't I don't With who's Lamar it, Jackson is running gonna,
3: left, right, and is center.
0: he is he gonna throw the ball to himself? All right. How about this? Put a little cigar back. I mean, I get a defensive minded coach in Robert Salah that gets the entire preseason to make sure that they can defend the Ravens QB run game which in my eyes is the only way Baltimore has any chance of being successful on offense. I mean, who is he throwing the ball to? Rashad Bateman? I'm telling you, the Jets are going to upset the Ravens in week one. If you think
3: the Jets are winning that game in week one, you should be running to the window right now to bet their win total.
0: Nothing. No, 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 no. no. I I didn't get carried away. I'm just talking about week one. I love
3: how
1: you, you give all these superlatives to Robert Sala, who they sucked last year. You don't even like their quarterback. But you're not going to give any love to argue a first like a first ballot Hall of Fame coach in Harbaugh?
0: Hey, listen, I like Jermaine Johnson. I like they get Carl Lawson back. They added There's a, a reason reed that in the secondary. I just I, think, just I think I said this leading up to the draft. If it was one thing that would get fixed on the Jets, it would be the defensive side of the ball. So they can beat the Ravens,
1: yep. the favorite to win their division or second I don't know, bad I mean, favorite. And but they can't win five and a half games over five and a half games.
0: Ah, once you get film on Zach Wilson, I don't know. So like that you, first game. What do you
1: think, Jim? John yeah. Harbaugh sitting there with no film. No. He played last year in the league. Yeah,
0: but they got some extra pieces, some more components. I'm just, you are, you are on. He's one on tonight. it tonight.
1: I you mean, know, yeah, after your after your since How about this? Uh, you take Jets, I take Ravens money line. Well, we
0: Cigar gotta we, we gotta wait until uh, no. closer to the Let's game. Do it right now? Oh, I don't know. Somebody might get hurt. But come, get, come come, time for that game, you just remind me, and if everything has stayed status quo, well, you, I will take the Jets and the points in that game.
3: That's I'll fine. talk to you Friday night, September 9th. That
0: yeah, will, absolutely. Will I, actually,
1: I think the again. Jets plus the points is an interesting bet. Absolutely. I don't disagree. I agree with that. I don't, I, them being a survivor play is borderline as crazy as saying the Reds are going to win the NL Central. They're one of the, the biggest underdogs
0: of the week. I'm just trying to tell you. I mean, I told you uh, what was the, August 11th. Um, the Red start a three game set with someone that they'll be in first <laughs> place on August 11th. Yeah, they're eight.
1: They're eight and twenty four. They're still the worst team in baseball. Hey, Jared,
0: five and two in their last seven.
1: You busy? Can you hang out for one more segment? We didn't get. I know you, you got, got some it, baseball bud. thoughts
0: Anything for you guys. All right, we.
1: It's like it's almost one o'clock. The big red
0: in the, machine.
1: It's almost one <laughs> o'clock in the morning, but Jared's <laughs> hanging out one more segment. It's the nightcap. winning never looked better make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday with the HM Wear That Feeling Prediction Series. Enter three pools and compete for your share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com/slash HM now to get in on the action. HM to make everyone look and feel good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Third period started. Hey, come on, Edmonton. Oh, LA scored 30 seconds. And we're tied.
0: Dwayne Colucci liked uh, the Kings. Did he?
1: Yep. Well, that sucks. Wish I had known that. Dwayne's been red hot.
0: See, this is. He see, liked the Hurricanes, too, though. See, so. this is
1: what happened, Sean. You will
0: probably go one and one.
1: When I hit a couple. Uh,
0: Hockey picks, then you think you the I I doing...
1: know Then I could think I could swim by myself without a lifeguard, and it's not good. So, yeah. that's we'll see. Uh, Edmonton, two to two. You also said last night you liked Edmonton on the puck line and then didn't tell me that you weren't going to bet it. So I appreciate the uh the help on that no, one. I
0: told you my play of the year was lightning. And then I gave opinions on everything else, but I specified mm-hmm. my play of the year was a lightning. All right, we have company.
1: Uh Jared Smith's still here at he's Jared. He's not
0: company. He's family.
1: At Jared Lee Smith, true. That's a good point. Squad. He's... At picks. Uh Squad. follow him on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith from PicksWise. Um, you have uh, an interesting column coming out. Uh on some baseball futures. So uh, lay it on us, Jared. What are you what are you rolling with here as, as Sean Ooh. picks up his
3: pen to uh, start feverishly writing? Facts. Pick up the pen, bro. Um, so I already had a position on Vlad Guerrero Jr. to win the American League MVP. Thankfully, some of the sports books here on the East Coast let you cash out bets. I don't like what I've seen from Vlad. The number hasn't moved a whole lot, and I got an even money cash out. So I took that money and I reinvested it in Shohei Otani and I know in town at the Westgate he's odds on well, he's not odds on here um, at some of the books on the East Coast so I would recommend to find the best number on Otani again obviously injury could totally derail this but because of what we're hearing from the sports books based on liability and also based on performance he's not going to be his, his odds will not drop uh, at any point during the season he's either going to be the favorite or he'll be among the favorites throughout the entire season because there's no other player in baseball like him. Now, there are some other contenders. Um, I have one MLB source that I uh, converse with regularly who is very high on Byron Buxton. And as long as the twins make the playoffs, probably win the American League Central, he is going to be strongly considered because of the wins above replacement numbers that his defensive numbers, his offensive numbers, the combined total puts him in that analytical category that a lot of the writers, and again, that's who this source is, one of those team insider uh, reporters, uh, take very seriously, similar to Nikola Jokic winning the MVP, despite a lot of people thinking it should have been Joel Embiid, and it was those analytics that separated Nikola. Well, that's what a lot of the writers are seeing with Byron Buxton right now. So in the MVP market in the American League, I would take a flyer on on Buxton. I saw 10, 15 to 1, depending on where you do your shopping And if you can find a good number on Otani, I got in at plus 350. You might find that number available, probably closer to 3-1 to now. But those are the two uh, bets that I made. Uh, I made a bet bet on Buxton earlier in the season, and I I bet on uh, Otani this week.
0: You know, the interesting thing for Buxton is Carrera, whenever he gets back, does that help or hurt Buxton? Because right now he's raking, and he's really carrying the Twins offensively. They're going to add a huge you know, asset and bats, that lineup and Carrera. So you think Buxton will probably get even better pitches than he's currently seeing.
3: Absolutely. And they put him at the top of that lineup for a reason. Um, and when you have guys like that behind him, he scores more runs. He steals more bases. He just does so many things that don't show up in box scores. And that's the whole reason for analytics. Now the one, um,
0: the one question, I guess for, for, from me, for you with Buxton It seems as though internally he's been getting a little load management. You know, I I don't know if he has like a slight knee situation or something that's bugging him. Do you have any clarity on that injury? And, you know, is this going to be a year-long thing where they try and sit him, not stress him, or tax him too much? I think
3: they will because he's already had an injury scare this year. And that has been his bugaboo throughout his entire career. Um, And obviously when you're betting these futures – At this stage of the season, we're one month into a six month, five and a half month season. It you have to be very, very diligent with injuries and you have to manage your risk accordingly and you have to be willing to put a little bit more in when the injury happens on another player to protect your other position, which can be very difficult. Um, but we've been down this road before with futures. It's it's nothing new compared to what we usually do, which is start low and then build positions slowly throughout the season. Um, I have one unit on Buxton. I got him thirty to one like two weeks ago, um, before right basically right before he got hurt and then and then he came back and, and played really well. And then the Otani bet this week for two, I think two two and a half units. So, again, just, you know, the Otani bet a little bit higher in risk just because of where we are in the season and just how, how high he is on the board. And Buxton a little bit lower just because I think there's a chance that he gets injured and misses time and then and then that number will drop and then you can buy it again if the injury isn't serious. So, uh, low risk at this stage of the season, but I do think Otani's going to be the favorite and maybe the odds-on favorite across the board. Um, for the majority of the season, of course. Now,
0: now Jared, on the most public team probably in the American League, the New York Yankees, they're off to a great start. And Rizzo and Judge and, to an extent, Stanton, I mean, they are hitting the ball extremely hard, even with a lot of people talking about the ball being slightly more pitcher-friendly than it has been in the past. Do they cancel each other out, or can one of those guys kind of separate and make a run at AL MVP?
3: Personally, I don't feel the Yankees have an, an MVP candidate right now, just because I don't think I, I I I do think Judge has a chance, but they have to win that division and he has to have an unbelievable season because he doesn't do enough in the other areas. Like with Buxton, it's a total package. Offense, defense, special teams, running the bases, all of those things that Aaron Judge does not do. Obviously. Rizzo and and Stanton don't don't, don't do any of those things either. So that's why Buxton, according to my source, is a guy that the writers are looking at a lot differently because of the other things that he brings to the table. And to your point about the baseballs, this is what my source tells me, that it's very inconsistent. And I'll read you the quote. Again, this article will drop on PicksWise later tonight. Quote, players say the balls are just inconsistent. One game, they'll be like they were. Another game, they'll be feeling different. MLB refutes that, but unders are 250, 205, And one, this was two days ago. I I made this check. So maybe it's changed over the last couple of days, but that's almost 55%. So unders are hitting scoring is down. The baseballs, I think are the reason why, but it's been really inconsistent again, according to what we're hearing from the clubhouse. So very hard to bet on something like that because the players don't even know from game to game, what the ball consistency will be like. So, um, that's that's a challenge in, in Major League Baseball right now because we bet it every day and there's a million games every day and um, it, it obviously you can get a dead ball one day and, and not a dead ball the next and you know we've seen what an 18-14 game in baseball recently with the Brewers and the Reds. so there's some high scoring games but for the most part scoring is down the unders are hitting and the baseballs from what a lot of the players say a big reason why.
0: Now, from a team standpoint, outside of what's the best bet in baseball right now, which is the Reds, to ultimately win the NL Central, <laughs> there are some other situations out there. The Padres are game for game right now with the uh, with the Dodgers, and they're going to get Fernando Tatis at some point. The White Sox seem to be underachieving, a team that everyone seemed to be high on, the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. I mean, they're awful. like Almost as
1: bad as the Reds.
0: Give me a team, in your opinion, that – kind of has started the season slow, but you think they're going to regress in the right way to what we thought pre-flop before it started?
3: Mm. Well, I'll, how about this? How about a team that um, – I'll give you two teams, both in the American League. Um, both of them come from, you know, again, what I'm hearing from the clubhouses and what I'm kind of seeing in the landscape. Houston, and they're not a favorite yet, but Houston, I think, is a team that will be there at the end of the rainbow, if not in the ALCS, the World Series. Um, I, I think they'll start playing a lot better, and I know they lost Correa, and they've got a lot of issues offensively. But their offense is starting to come around, and I think their pitching, um, especially their bullpen numbers, which have been fantastic, um, will continue to progress. And my guy also likes the Guardians. Really, 101. Um, he thinks that wow. they are very underrated, and that Guardians organization has done a very good job piecing together a team without any true stars. And besides Bieber. There's been some really good pitching, uh, you know, outbursts from some younger players, and they've got a really good rotation. So, um, you want a team that maybe can win their division, a very weak American League Central, and sneak into the playoffs and have a hundred to one ticket in your back pocket. I saw the Guardians a hundred to one at Westgate uh, earlier this week. I-, I wouldn't mind a a little bit of a. Little
0: bit of a Sean King
3: cigar bet. Yeah, Naylor's
0: Nailor, my favorite player after yeah. what he did for me the other day for the uh, versus the White Sox. That is
1: true. He did. Yeah, uh, he that's did my guy. You. He is Jared Smith. We love Great him stuff, at Jay. Jared Lee Smith. Check him out on PicksWise. I uh, love that column coming out. Jared, always a pleasure, man. Have yourself a good weekend. Appreciate you guys. There he is. Jared Smith from Pixwise. Always loving his insight and him hanging out with us here tonight. We'll wrap things up next on the nightcap. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. I thought that was the read we're supposed to do. Well, we'll do it anyways. Why not? A little extra, a little extra read. See, sometimes I look over there, Sean, I see the preview. 59 bucks for everything here VEASAN has to offer. Adam Burke's best bets on Major League Baseball. JVT, that's why I wanted to do it again. I wanted to do this read again just to remind folks. Jonathan Von had the Mavericks tonight. Check out all his best plays, Andy McNeil. I believe he is joining Scott Seidenberg on the Look Ahead coming up next, talking some puck. So uh, get the whole Veasan experience, slash spring Point spread weekly betting tools, daily best bet emails, all right there for you. Hey, uh, Oilers, <laughs> score a goal or two, be nice. Up to nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, not looking good. I almost. Don't I feel be
0: like- sucking up to JVT. He saw your true colors in there.
1: You're literally the worst. <laughs> you take your Reds ticket, go go hang out over there.
0: By the way, the Reds won again today.
1: Yeah, congratulations. Still eight and twenty-four. They don't. You don't get multiple wins for. Uh, you don't get forgiveness. Yeah, but you for, also
0: can't close the gap, but one game at a time. Five and two in their last seven.
1: Mm-hmm. Break them up. Break up those Reds. All right. Um, tomorrow, Sean. By the way, more uh, more thoughts on the, uh, the schedule being released. I'm sure with was Scott coming up uh, top of the hour, giving our thoughts all throughout the uh, evening on the NFL schedule being released, week one lines being out there. Um, so tomorrow, Sean, we get ourselves a couple game sixes, Boston and Milwaukee. Milwaukee back home. Chris Middleton has been ruled out, so he will not be playing as the Oilers almost score, but they didn't. Um, Is this series over tomorrow night?
0: Well, I think if you're Milwaukee, this has been a very physically taxing Mm -hmm. series. And seeing that the Miami Heat went ahead and closed out the Sixers and get a chance to rest, which is going to do Victor Oladipo...
2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: Lowry and that crew, a lot of good. I think they want to close it out. So I, I really think they're going to come out humming. And to me, this series involves when I can Milwaukee make their open shots. I mean, when they've knocked down their shots, they've won. You know, I think the crowd will be a huge factor. You know, they're on the mean streets of Milwaukee. I think Giannis is going to come out playing on another level. And personally, I have a pre-flop ticket. With the bucks on it, so I want them to close it out tomorrow. But I think if you're thinking big picture, they need the rest. I mean, this has but Giannis is it got to be exhausted? Could use an extra day or two, kind of get in the, the hot the cold tub, the, the, you know, the, get it stretched, you know, kind of regenerate, you know, kind of restart, you know, his body because the Miami Heat series is going to be very similar to the Boston Celtics series, a team that believes in aggressive high energy defense. You know, really the, just the names are different when you look at how the Heat play and the Celtics play. So, I think the Bucks need to close it out.
1: So, looking at the total, it's at 211. Um,
0: last total pre-flop started at 214, closed about 211, too. Didn't start. No, Cuz I had it at 214 and a half and you had it at what? two twelve and a half? Two,
1: 12 and a half. and a half. And uh it ended up closing 211 here at circa. So here's the interesting thing about the totals in this this series. They've been all over the place, right? They opened the first game. I think it was like 218, 219, 101, 89 The final score 190. Uh, then you look at game two, 10986, uh, another under 103, 101. So it's under, under, under. Then it adjusted wildly down to 209 overhits. Then a game that you and I both had overhits. I think this is an under game tomorrow. I think this is like you said. I this is There's no really more rest or traveling. You know, these two teams have been banging. I think this is more comparable to game three, 103 101, than maybe what we saw at the conclusion of game four, where the Celtics were able to pull away. So I don't really like. The Bucs, I agree with what you're saying. They should absolutely try to close this thing out. They don't want to go back to Boston on Sunday. They don't want to have to face a game seven in a hostile environment. It's their home crowd. You know, try to close it out. But, man, it's it's been a lot on Giannis. Drew Holiday made some phenomenal uh, defensive plays. Um, I, I'm going to – if I had to make a play, I would go under on, uh, on tomorrow at 2-11. I'm just pulling up real quick. Shot quality, yes, uh, for this game, had it at two oh one. So I, I think this is a, an under game. I'm gonna play under two eleven.
0: So if you could pull this up for me, I think the Milwaukee Bucks have won the first quarter in every game. So right now, I'm leaning towards Milwaukee first quarter.
1: Uh, they did not win in game two. They won it in game one. Mm-hmm. They won it in game three. They won it in game five. And they won it in game
0: four. So, right. yeah, four and one. Four and one in the four first quarter. Yep. I think that's the play for me, Milwaukee okay. in the first quarter.
1: Uh, that line right now, tomorrow, uh, you can get it as a pick.
0: Yeah. All and right. I think they're going to come out ready to go, full of energy. You know, hopefully they actually knock down some of their open shots. For the life of me, I wish he would start Coddington and bring Grayson off the bench. Coddington's really played good this series. He really has.
2: Where did he
1: go to school?
0: Uh, Notre Dame, didn't he? Yes,
1: sir,
0: he did. Ooh, boy, Kings almost scored. I didn't want to tell you that, but yeah, we're, I'm ooh, a, they got lucky. I'm
1: in a whole lot of trouble here, Sean. I, I...
0: Well, all you need is 3-2. That's true. Because Edmonton might be the best empty net team outside of Colorado I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, if we could get a goal, that would be uh, that would be ideal. So, uh, once again, Chris Middleton, uh, if you didn't see it, officially ruled out for game six. There were some rumors. Maybe he'd be back for game six. He's not. He's been ruled out. Uh, so, maybe we'll see him if they get to a game seven. Um, but uh, they are a slight favorite. Milwaukee is tomorrow night. Uh, other I game. forgot
0: to ask Jared. Is he still doing the overtime thing in hockey? I don't know. Because Lightning went to overtime tonight, and, yeah. and it looks like that's where Edmonton and the Kings are headed. Unfortunately.
1: Um Memphis Golden State.
0: Listen, what's this? They number? just
1: lost by 39.
0: If it's eight. I'm going to bet Golden State first quarter, Golden State first half, Golden State game. And if I'm wrong, Red tape, Memphis wins the series. Interesting thought. I um because I don't think this is a close Golden State win. Either Golden State rectifies their wrongs from from game uh, five, and they come out and do what they should have done then and look like the Golden State of old, or Memphis is going to win this game, and all bets are off going back to Memphis. Because they'll be playing whoop that trick from start to finish.
1: You can get Memphis to
0: win the series at 7-1. No, no, don't get carried away. I didn't say that. <laughs> you said I they'd win said, the series. But I just said I'm going to take whoop Phoenix. I mean, Golden State in the first quarter, first half, and game tomorrow.
1: I think the Warriors smash them. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I agree with you. Yeah. Um and 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 to me the Golden State Warriors were down by it as many as 50. They 55. lost they lost by 39 yeah, points. 55 yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are an 8 point favorite.
0: Yeah. And look, what that game in Memphis to me was about pride. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And Memphis showed up. They showed up and they showed out. Looking so.
1: and in game 4
0: They don't have to spend the whole offseason feeling like they're a bunch of losers without Jaw. Like, their whole energy this offseason is going to be, get Jaw back, let's add another piece through the draft or free agency, and let's really make a run at it. Yeah. But I think they get blasted.
1: I do, too. But, hey. I mean, my track record on betting on Golden State is really good.
0: At the end of the day, I'm probably leaning with JVT. Whatever JVT <laughs> yeah. bets tomorrow, I'm just rolling with JVT, man. <laughs>
1: oh, man. All right, uh, quickly to uh, to the ice, Puckstradamus. Tomorrow night, we've got Florida, at Washington.
0: I'm going to take the caps in the first uh, period.
1: You can get that as high as plus
0: 135.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Rangers, Pittsburgh. I have no idea and then your flames as a road favorite
0: what are they minus two something
1: no minus 160
0: yeah i might take calgary under i yeah. think that's gonna be a tight checking game
1: outside of one game the game was at three that had that late empty netter yeah all these games have
0: been under. yeah i'll probably take calgary under that's why the under is minus 140.
1: yeah five and a half juice to the under there so three games tomorrow uh, by the way, we do have at least two game sevens coming up on Saturday as Sean's Lightning take care of
0: business tonight in overtime, never in doubt. Is that line out yet for Saturday? Uh, Yes. Take all the money you have and go Lightning first period.
1: First period, Sean, I don't know if we have a first period out What's yet. the
0: game? Pick them. Uh,
1: Toronto minus 120.
0: And Lightning, we're minus 145 today. Okay.
1: Yep. Hey, Oilers, if you could score two goals, that would be much appreciated. start with one. Yeah. Put them in the red tape. That's going to do it for our show. The one and only Scott Seidenberg. Up next, it's the Nightcap. See ya.